0: Hello, everyone. We're glad you found us and welcome to our podcast at antiqueauctionforum.com. We hope you find this show entertaining and informative.
1: Hi everyone, this is Martin with the Antique Auction Forum, and uh, today we have some interesting guests. We have two guests that started an antique blog, and I tell you, I look in, looking at this blog, I, I, I love to get a laugh out of uh, certain things, and this this blog is both funny and informative. How are you doing? This is Sally Schwartz and Danny Alias. How are you guys doing?
0: Very good. Thank you, Great, thank you.
1: Good, and you are both in uh, Illinois. Uh, Chicago, yes, correct. Yeah,
0: the capital of corruption.
1: Ah, all right. Good place for you. Um, and uh, I just found out that Danny's alias is an alias. Yes. Yes. And uh, you've used it for twenty years, and nobody knows what your real name is. And oh, I, I don't
2: know. If, I don't know if, if nobody knows. I'm sure the but, IRS knows.
1: And, and your family possibly. <laughs> the government yeah.
2: knows but, to get me started.
1: But Sally doesn't know.
2: Sally doesn't know. Hey, listen. What, what Sally knows, you know. Yeah, I prefer to, to keep of it that Danny way. Is Danny Alias? I don't
0: want to know. God help me if I find out. I know. Because what will turn out to be a stellar
2: support is really the fake name. I mean, come on. I, I can sports.
0: hardly take the Danny Alias. I'm just not sure what else. How many other personalities come along with it? I can.
1: Barely get used to this one. Well, I have I have to say, uh, Sally um, was a guest about a year ago on our podcast, uh, talking about her show, Randolph Street Market in Chicago. That's coming up fairly soon. And uh, I've never talked to Danny before, but Sally sent me an email saying she was starting this blog way back, and you must have worked on it. And um, the name of the blog, I don't know if I said this yet, but is when Danny met Sally dot com and it is a riot I mean there's I don't know where you got all your images but there's also um, there's also a video on the homepage that kinda shows Danny and Sally together and it's a little explicit but it is very very funny and the whole the whole website is just a blast to be on so I encourage anyone that likes antiques and likes to laugh a little bit to check it out and on your your website—you have a login and register. Now, what what is the advantages of that?
0: It helps our psyches and our
2: egos.
1: Oh, I got it. So you <laughs> so you can well, comment.
2: Anyone can uh, anyone can comment, but if you want to uh, register, you can then just follow up on um, uh, special events and uh, functions and surprises that we have come along. So we want people to uh, follow us and join us on this uh, on our merry way. On this journey. The strange odyssey
1: it's pretty great now where do you find some of your images I just love some of the images you just kind of do what I do and search around on Google no, <laughs> no. You, you...
2: I hate I hate people like you Martin
1: Oh, okay good <laughs>
2: no 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 I, I, <laughs> every, everyone everyone asked me that actually I'm an image collector from you know when I geez when I was a kid so um, I collect photography so that's why a lot of the things that you see on the site, you'll just, you just won't see it anywhere else. Or it'll be a really tough find to see it. Um, I just, uh, we just, Sally and I try to get out a couple posts uh, every week, each of us. Mm-hmm. and um, way way, way more prolific than I am, <laughs> and uh, I just put up something about the Lee Harvey Oswald uh, cloth at auction. I love yeah. seeing a a cloth in that close at auction <laughs> for eighty seven thousand dollars but then the, the the photos that I use are of uh, from um, uh, various wax museums which depicted the uh, assassination of Oswald. Those are like impossible to find I mean anybody can get a you can open up any other publication and see a picture of of this wooden, moldy coffin, mm-hmm. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> we all we want to see some action. Yeah. <laughs> so I try, I always try to put out just images that you wouldn't normally see, and I think that makes the site a lot more fun.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. Someone would pay $87,000 for that, and what the heck are they going to do with it? And, you know uh, what he's going to do with it? Yeah, let's he's
2: hear it. He's going to resell it. Really? You, you think he's going to resell or
0: You think they're? Go- I think they're going to use it as a as a as a lure for some business. I think oh. they're going go to open some bar or restaurant, and that's going to be the crux of it. Oh wait, wait, it's going
2: to be the sell-it bar or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the yeah. Harvey Oswald yeah. the motel. Listen, That's the meanest sneeze guard I have ever seen. <laughs> it's the beginning. of something it is a, really big. It, <laughs> no, it, it was. I, I, I well, I'm, I'm going on the record. No, we're selling that's 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 my prediction
1: uh-huh uh-huh hopefully it's empty you know that you would, know? yeah we well, have
2: to read the blog to find out
1: yeah yeah I did I, I did actually in a, a, a yeah. but I'm not gonna tell the I'm not gonna yeah, tell yeah, the they could
0: sell those for extra right yeah Just like any toenail clippings or something <laughs> oh, oh DNA oh that's, that's
2: an emerging market yeah
1: yeah well I, you know'll
2: be dealing in DNA in, in the next next couple of years well, Danny's other aliases goes there yeah.
1: Well, we did a we did a podcast a while back with Darren Julian down in Beverly Hills, and he sold William Shatner's kidney stone for I think it was eighty thousand dollars.
2: Oh
1: yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, so body yeah. parts are the you know t- for a celebrity, and it's too bad someone like Lee Harvey Oswald would be considered celebrity status, but uh, you know things like it, that are uh, you know obviously if a casket can sell for eighty seven thousand, you know it's a part of history, unfortunately, but right, right. yeah. So you find these bizarre little stories, and you put them up with some great images. There's, and there's
0: ideas everywhere. That's what I think so much fun about this. Mm-hmm. Because literally you can just be out for an evening and have your camera phone, and there's just something everywhere that just strikes us as vintage. Uh, I am so sorry. I have a, um, I have a menagerie here, okay. which you can also see on my, um, on, on, my uh, on, on the website.
1: Yeah. Well, that's okay. I think I'm going to leave that in. I like that. Yeah. So you two are you two are not sitting together. I have you on conference, right?
2: Yeah. Right. We Correct. We we're not. We're we'll be speaking because of
1: you. Oh, I see.
2: The only
0: reason why we're doing this. is the we're only reason. to be civilized here.
1: Okay. You, you can't even be in the same room, actually, right?
2: Not yeah. for long.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So how did you two first meet? And um, uh, we can actually be a little serious. How did you two uh, decide to do this together?
0: I think it was like a cosmic uh, moment where Danny and I had both reached the the, the height of whatever we were each doing. Danny has this amazing, huge multi-dealer store in Chicago called the Broadway Antique Market. And I have the big Randolph Street Market. And so I think we're both constant creators. Mm -hmm. We get bored and restless very easily, which we didn't know about each other, honestly. And we saw each other. Over the summer at one of the markets, and Danny said, you know, we really need to have lunch. And I said, you are so right, we need to have lunch. And somehow or other, Danny, he had a legal pad with him, and we sat down, and you literally, I mean, we, we're gonna archive this legal pad because there are so many ideas that if we had, if there were more of us, and they were really, really productive, we'd be doing a, you know, a whole bunch more marketable things, right, Danny?
2: We had to really like pick and choose what we wanted to do. Um, I, I, was, I mean, everybody, everybody's so busy, uh, and, and and I love I love the correct Shelly. I, I guess so so seldom get the opportunity. Um, Sally <laughs> okay, and I have known each other for last like 20, 20 some years. We just don't speak.
1: I see. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I just want to clarify that. You know?
1: Didn't Didn't she um, set you on so fire? I, did I, Did I hear that somewhere? I'm sorry? Didn't she set you on fire or something?
2: Yeah, she did. I'm sure Sally told you about her vintage, a lighter collection.
1: Yeah, she buys and collects. She, she, she just
2: that out everywhere, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah like, really way
0: too materialistic to, to care about each other on a personal level. Yeah. I see. So it could only be anything that would be mutually opportunistic, simply. Right.
2: So, so over an object, though, well, that's a whole other story. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. You fight for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, the, I the
2: Exactly. I collect them. We both have uh, a lot of different uh, collections, um, but what I wanted to say too is we're really both at the position where we know so many people. We have just kind of been around for so long, like <laughs> like, like the undead of vintage. Before <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it
0: was even called vintage, we've been around that long.
2: That's how wow. long it, Yeah, that's how long. That's how long it is. We're um, not no one we'll goes. won't even come to our sales anymore. That's how long we've been. Through. We're child kind of prodigies. Kind of, um, yeah, I see. And, yeah. and so there's just, and we know so many great people. It's, I mean, that's probably the most important thing I'm saying this morning. We know so many wonderful people in this business um, who are smart and funny and and brilliant. And we're like, you know, people need to see these people. People people need to experience them. And so this is. This is a good tool for us to go, and we're slowly, I mean, we've only been doing this six weeks, but um, we've made really, like, shocking progress because response has been um, so good from dealers and fans of our mutual, you know, businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, But that seemed really unique because we wanted to put put out something there that just doesn't exist. And um, when we we knocked heads over this one, we said no one else would, would do this.
0: <laughs> I think there's
2: a, there's this, pre- this
0: presumption that this business is also serious and dignified and uh-huh. um and it isn't. It's just we're, we're you know we're all selling other people's stuff and people <laughs> live these lives and the lives themselves are interesting and the, the, so is the stuff and yeah. I think for us it's just it's it's the humor the mm-hmm. antique going antique business
2: is too stuffy.
1: It um, can be I, yes. The, the,
2: the, uh, the shows in New York. Sally was just in New York last weekend, um, and it's and no, matter, and no matter where you go, as soon as you get the word antique, and it, it's like, oh, you're an oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's and, and, and it's so far from that when because it's the kind of business where you know at four thirty in the morning you are standing in a field with with cows. On your shoes, you yeah. know, waiting for somebody to unload a truck, or you're waiting in line at a state sale with cold coffee. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. It's so like not, not, so not glamorous.
0: That's right. <laughs> to every single thing that your dealers are going through, from their, you know, their tires, their cars r- rusting out. <laughs> exactly. <they> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, their, their dietary <laughs> problems. Every single thing. There is nothing yeah. left unsaid, and so people think of it as sort of like really elegant and glamorous. Yeah. We're, in fact.
2: Dirty. It's, 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 no, well, no, it's Kearney. We're, we're all Kearney, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and that's what—that's what's kind of missing out there. Um, I mean, when we yeah. went, and, I mean, Seth, my God, Sally has so many websites that let's not even talk about that. No, I don't.
0: No, um, not
2: anymore. <laughs> she, has, she has one huge website, one fabulous web website out there um, now, which is great. It's a mega um, site. It's a mega site. But with, but with so much of what's out there, with with, with other um, antique dealers or just bloggers and collectors and, and all that, it's all how I turn a hubcap into a hat, you know? It's, hmm. like, it's always taking something and turning it into something else. It's all design, design, design. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but Shelly and I are so bored with that that we could just puke.
0: <laughs> we have someone right now... Um, who works for Randolph Street Market, Melissa Sands, who is down at Roundtop.
1: Oh, yes. And, I mean, we in hear Texas. about all these
0: other markets across the country. Mm-hmm. And um, so she went down there to meet dealers, bring them back to Chicago, and find stuff. And I mean, so far, she said that it is practically 100% decorator wow. items. And she has seen just shabby chic, shabby chic, shabby chic. Wow. And just coming back from New York, I mean I saw things that were that were being sold as as vintage that were they were just rusted out. They were just it was crap and I couldn't believe how much people were charging for crap. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe. I mean if you're going to buy crap, you know, go dumpster dive.
1: Don't yeah, go into cheaper. a
0: store yeah. or an antique, antique show and buy it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean
0: it's just so interesting to me that people don't have any imagination but they think if they buy it at, you know, a show they can still buy crap. I don't know. I have so much appreciation for the people that are really preserving and taking care of the the beautiful things.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I know um you know, I was I did an appraisal recently where a woman had bought something at a show. She asked me what it was worth as I was appraising it. And she goes, "Oh no, you know, I bought this from, you know, this this dealer and, you know, it was $18,000." Uh, and I I think I appraised the piece at a few hundred dollars what it was really worth. Yep.
0: That's
2: unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable.
0: Yeah.
2: Something something worse to, than, yeah nothing worse than overpaying for a liver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I think people feel like if they buy at the right place or from the right dealer that that makes the item worth something. But it's just like driving a car off of a showroom. I mean, it just decreases the minute you, you leave, and nobody cares
1: who right. bought it. Yeah, I want to get back to what Danny said about walking in the field with... Cow shit. I guess we can say shit. It's okay. (laughs) On, On your feet and stuff like that, you know. That's that's the nuts and bolts of this business, and um, people on the outside, um, you know, don't really realize that it does look glamorous. And you know, I I had many, you know, in the auction business for years. I had people would say, "Oh, wow, you just stand up there and make all that money." And but they weren't with me when I was digging out the basement, all covered in mud, and you know, in the attic, having to wear a dust mask, and you know, digging out whatever I could find out of worth and throwing away the rest. There's a lot of yeah, there is a lot of grunge. And we also deal with, uh, you know, I-, I heard other people say, well, antiques don't really mean anything. There's just such a small segment of, you know, what's available out there. But, you know, like uh, Will Sippel said, antiques do mean everything because everything that was ever made until this time. And, uh, you know, so there's a vast quantity of things that we deal in. And a lot of times we do deal with dead people stuff, you know, and uh, so but I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I I love this business, and uh, you know, I wouldn't. All the times you, all the things you go through, um, and 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 the dealers that you speak with. When you're speaking to a dealer one on one, one that's really out there and working at it, they do have a great sense of humor, and they are, uh, you know, they are the people that are up early in the morning and, and fighting to survive. But they wouldn't have it any other way as well.
0: They're so hardy, aren't they? I
1: mean, yeah. some of these people, I don't know how they do it. I do not know how they do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Or, you know, not even for them. With some, there's this guy up in uh, in California out here, uh, north of here in Petaluma, that tells me he gets up at, uh, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning to go to an estate sale and wait in line if it's good enough.
0: Oh, it's crazy, but see, there's an addictive quality to all this. But that's, that's like part of the madness, because I think if you were to do a pro- personality profile of people yeah. in this business, sure, you'd find Addicts. more crazy people than probably anywhere else. <laughs> Don't you think? I,
1: I like the word addictive quality together. It's like an oxymoron. That's, that's pretty nice. I like that.
0: <laughs> oh. I, I think that, that it, it's just the intrigue and the unknown that keeps people going. Like, what am I going to find next? What Absolutely. am I going to for? Yeah who can i take advantage of <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's the treasure hunt yes of course it is yes go ahead danny you were going to say something and also huh. i think
0: people have made a lot of money doing it i mean once yeah. you make money that's why people keep going back to the crap table you
1: know yeah that's oh, true yeah. yeah
2: it's it's uh well I, I i'm always amused when you're you know standing in your 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 booth at a let's just say a higher-end show and it's cost you four thousand dollars Set up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you've driven hundreds of miles to get there <laughs> yeah. and you have people telling you, you know they cut this out in a farm field they probably pushed an old woman down a flight of stairs for this you know, <laughs> everybody has an opinion about how how you acquired how you acquired that thing yeah. and and of course you get the the best stuff i've found by being extremely honest by overpaying, mm-hmm. by making people remember you, yes, mm-hmm. and, and remember you for good that you did, not the bad, because in the end we're all just a really good estate sale waiting to happen.
1: <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, we have a mutual friend, Greg Willett, and um, he's uh, oh, yeah. yeah a picker, and he t- you know he basically said the same thing. He pays a lot for his items. Because he wants to be able to go back, and he wants the neighbors to tell neighbors, and you know, have better luck when he goes through again.
0: I so. think the people that do that, like Danny and Greg Willett, are people that just have good karma surrounding them. Mm-hmm. Because who can feel good about themselves taking advantage of somebody and, and, and stealing something? I mean, yeah. honestly, who
2: feels good yeah. when you've done something bad to someone? And I it, don't know. Yeah. It comes and it comes back. It comes back. It's it's. You, it, I think if you're into anything long enough. Uh, yeah. Any, any, in any industry, <clears throat> uh, I think it comes back because we all tend to know the people were like a little less than uh, reputable, and then it's not surprising when there'll be some stories and now where did this happen? Who was involved? And go, Oh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so, you know what amazes but, me about yeah. this business is how many con men there there are that don't get caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had people. We had a, a, a vintage eyeglass dealer from that we, I think I found her in New York or somewhere. She came to Chicago, she was selling the eyeglass frames and they were so cool. She set up like a vintage eyeglass department, Mm -hmm. but she would make people actually give her the prescription so that they would pay a lot of money for the eyeglasses. And then she would insist that she had to take them with her. She never sent anybody their
2: glasses. She
0: basically stiffed all of our Chicago customers. And she (laughs) thought that because she wasn't from Chicago she could just come to Chicago and screw everybody over. Yeah. And what amazed me was that I told a couple other show promoters about her. And show, I think other show promoters are, like, they don't care as long as it doesn't happen to them. Mm. Yeah. Which I yeah. think, if I hear someone's bad, I don't want them around my customers, and I don't want them around
2: exactly.
0: my friends or, or sure. you know, my dealers. I don't yeah. want them. They're, it's like a cancer.
2: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and actually, this, this is one of the reasons I think that Sally and I, perhaps the only reason, yeah, Sally and I have um, um, kind of bonded here, is because she is in the business of of people, and and always requiring, you know, always looking for great dealers to bring into her show. And but and hers is this. I don't want to say traveling, although you have you have shows pretty much consistently in in the same places. But it's an event. I would say like you know, Sally brings the carnival to town, you know, once a month. <laughs> mm-hmm. where where what I do is I have a physical store with 75 dealers and uh, many of which've been with me for like 20 some years um and every couple months I'm to squeeze in another person or someone moves away so there's an opening it doesn't happen too often but I mean we're both in the same situation we're always looking for really good people with great stuff that's affordably priced and that and, and it's so so much to do with the person <laughs> mm-hmm. that their, their, their ethics and how we click with them. Yeah. And, then, and then like, was this what Sally's saying? There's nothing more disappointing than, you know, like kind of finding a star, um, which I, I, I found stars. I know Sally has found stars and some have gone on to become, you know, just mega, mega. Yeah. I'm say household names, but darn their clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then and then there's the flip of it where you kinda of do the same thing for someone going, This woman, she's great, this is gonna be wonderful and then they turn out to be a big dog. Yeah.
1: Well um, that that happens, yeah.
2: Or
0: you know, people that they have really good stuff but they don't take responsibility. They blame everybody around them. Yeah. If something right. doesn't go well, and they just—they're just
2: negative, but well, they have a really great eye. It's like, God, yeah. could you just leave yeah. your booth and let me run it for you? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Send them to me. Those those people, I'm good with.
0: Yeah, there's the stuff, and then there's the people to come with the stuff, and it's stuff. amazing to me how hard people work in this business and how so many of them don't even look at themselves in the mirror or brush their teeth. You know? Hmm.
1: Wow. Yeah. Have you ever been to Brimfield?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of. of be <laughs> at the
1: dental hygiene.
0: It <laughs> undershirts that are not meant to be worn in public. Uh
1: uh-huh. yeah. Vintage. Yeah.
0: Vintage aren't dirty. Yeah. Complete with like vintage cream.
1: <laughs> right, right. So where do you two uh, where do you two uh, see this this blog of yours going? Do you do you see it as generating business or is it just more or less for fun and and uh and your own enjoyment?
2: Well we're getting um again six six weeks into this, and um, the traffic has been really consistent, and new people find us every day, Um, and it's going to probably sound odd from two people who have quite a bit of business experience, but this had seemed like it had the ability to evolve and morph into things that we might not have even considered. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just so open-ended, and that's kind of what we liked about it um so and we, i mean definitely as Sally said we have a lot of ideas um of where this could go but oftentimes that's not how business is You right. an idea where you want to go but that's not necessarily where you end up yeah just like
1: life really yeah
2: exactly yeah so um i mean this this past couple of weeks we scored a uh interview with jackie beat i don't know if you took a look at that blog um but she's, hmm. she's a, like, major underground performer. She's been in, um, you know, Wig, Wigstock and Sex of the City and, um... Hmm. Uh, and you got, she, you've got to play... You've yeah. got to go on there and play... One One of I, our, yes. If you if want to defend it yet, you think we're <laughs> funny, you will <laughs> stop. Yeah. Jackie Beat is amazing, and, and she... What do, she's the the Weird Al Yankovic of, of drag queens?
1: Oh, oh, yeah. she, oh she's a drag... She, she's a he? She...
2: She's
1: yeah. the clean. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: She's a he. Um, she's actually a, a, a second city person. Um, of, oh. Okay. Of, of yeah. Santa Monica. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I, I went through it here in, in Chicago, and of course, I'm still in therapy because of it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she rarely gives interviews. Um, however, I heard from a mutual friend that she loves her vintage,
1: uh-huh.
2: like both men's and women's fashion. <laughs> Perfect, right?
1: Wow, um, so she has a lot to choose from. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. her
2: for an interview, which she's been very, very gracious, and supplied us with one of her videos. And again, if you if you haven't been completely offended by us yet, Jackie Beat will will close the deal for us. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I will push you over. It will push you over the top. Very, very talented. It's just, it's just unlike
0: brilliant. I mean, in I mean, comparison
2: to Divine, but Divine didn't have this kind of. I mean, she has. Literally multi- uh, millions of hits on YouTube for her videos. She's a huge star. So one of the things that we wanted to do, and actually this was Sally's suggestion, was um, doing interviews with celebrities who are really into vintage. Um, and what do they collect? And why do they collect it? And what does vintage mean to them?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that's a whole category of things. Um, uh, also looking at a section on the site for, um, I'm sorry, I think Called, uh I live there, where it's about vintage real estate, so just the, the some of the most amazing places that you wouldn't have necessarily thought about, um, mm-hmm. and you know there it is. So I mean, everywhere you turn, there's a vintage angle on on, on life, and um, which is what you know you were referencing before. It's just it's just there, mm-hmm. acknowledged.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's more there's more vintage stores opening than new stores. And more yeah. stores that sold new stuff are selling vintage. Hmm.
1: Now, when you say vintage, vintage means it's kind of like retro. It's one of those open-ended, um, you know, descriptions. of what do, what do you think vintage is?
0: I think it's nice stuff. It's not antiques. It's cool, representative of whatever period of time it was. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't think that vintage would be anything. I don't know, Danny, maybe you... I don't know how you feel about this, but I kind of feel like vintage is really nothing before the 50s. I'm mm. thinking it's, like, started in the 50s.
2: Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's correct. Yeah.
1: I don't think there's any definitive uh, definition of uh, vintage as we use it. I think Someone
2: told me that
0: vintage is a French word that means 20. I mean, it's for the term 20 years. So vintage is supposed to be 20 years, but ah. I don't really believe that. I don't know. I just think there's a quality level. I think vintage is more for the masses. It's more kitschy, and it's more representative of a moment in time. I mean, I think that there's pieces that are called vintage. I just think that they're much more couture when it comes to
2: fashion. I, I don't know. I think there's different levels of vintage, obviously. I, I, I think it's funny. I was uh, flipping through the channels the other night, and there was a horrible QVC thing, and it was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> it was vintage jewelry of the future. I love it oh, right Well, you know, I, you know, I kind of don't love it
1: Someone had to think of that, though, you know You
2: have to think, you know, because it's just like, okay, first off, she's making a psychic prediction <laughs> because, just because you think something might be desirable in the future doesn't mean it's going to be Like That's true You know, like uh, Donald Trump, perhaps <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just, maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe we should really think about it. You know, well, you know, um, it
0: shows that people want to use the word vintage everywhere because it's a search word people are throwing in there. Oh, sure.
2: What people and, are and, for, and it's something that young younger people connect to the word vintage. Where, you know, people. I don't want to throw into Thank my, you, Danny. Thank you. <laughs> uh, antique is just such a lumpy word. It's always it's not a it's not a sexy word. Antique is like it, you you just want to go running for the price guide when you hear the word antique.
1: Uh-huh. You know? and, yep. and
2: and and, and, uh, and what's the pedigree uh, uh, who made it and uh, which are all valid, all valid questions but it's just not a sexy word. This <laughs> is a sexy word. Um. Sure it, it. It. Yeah. It just. It just is. And. And it's really more. I think we're more reflecting what's going on and just acceptance. So right. accepting uh, that phrase and giving that phrase a little more um, credence. You know. that mm-hmm. And it needs. It.
1: Right. Yeah. I think
0: we say vintage with a vengeance because we're trying to flush out the really great vintage, the great vintage dealers, the great vintage people, the great vintage opportunities for people to right. really love it to distinguish it from the mass vintage that's being reproduced in China and right you know being sold as vintage
2: I mean it just pisses me off I mean both both Sally and I sell to many many very well-known and wonderful um, designers um, who let's say reinvent mm-hmm. <laughs> um, these items and and then you can you know, later on you can find them at you know, your local Target or Walmart or, you know, whatever. Well, so they
0: reinvent the one of a kind thing and then it gets knocked off in, in China. Right. And it's, and this mm-hmm. is, I mean,
2: it's getting ridiculous because it's like the knockoff, the knockoff. The
0: right. knock-off
2: right. And the whole point know. about vintage is this is something that was made
0: well. Uh-huh. You can't have something called vintage and have it be a piece of crap that was, you know, sprayed with fire retardant <laughs> and, you know, bugs like rat poisoning. And <laughs> yeah. That's
2: how I feel about Stop it. You're getting me excited. <laughs> Uh, oh well, that's
0: it she said mothballs
1: that's it yeah And coffin protectors yeah <laughs> hey uh, you know a couple of things uh, on this uh, first of all i love you guys you're funny you're funny we as hell
0: you're doing something that nobody else is doing martin well, i mean well
1: thank you um, yeah and it's all the same for you I love for the business and um, I was just going to say another word about the word vintage. Um, you know, I, I hired a marketing company with my website a while back, and one of the my front homepage on my website doesn't make any sense really. But they just gave me all these words, and I remember they said, "Make sure you put vintage in there." You know, that's as so far.
0: I'm sorry, but I'm not selling to people that are looking for vintage. I'm selling antiques and arts. And...
1: Yeah, but I had so I had to creatively. Uh do that. And another thing before we get out of the topic vintage, um have you I've been in the business for a while and so have both of you. And haven't you noticed that we all seem to reach back to our childhood memories? And yes. uh this is where a lot of that collecting comes from. Oh yeah, definitely. Even if we were beat in our childhood and, and abused, we still reach back to it somehow. <laughs>
0: we try and recreate our happy childhood,
1: right? <laughs> That's right.
0: Danny's yeah. obviously was was like a bit of a freak show because he is
2: like <laughs> circus posters and freaks and Well shit. you know and on and that on the, the score the short story, my folks took me up to Baraboo Wisconsin. Um we, uh actually we drove through there just once and I went out of my mind because I didn't realize how could I, I was like seven that the um that the circus would um spend their uh summers up there. Um and hmm. uh for, from not, usually they'd be down in Florida as their main home, but like Ringling Brothers and blah blah blah. And for so this little town to become this whole, you know, circus town, and um, they would, uh, but they, yeah, but the, so they still had set up the sideshow and the two-headed cow and a you know a giant guy and you know these <laughs> people were still working. You know, it's it's off hours, but you know, hey, I'm still tall, so I'll, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take your quarter. Do You want to take my picture? You know, um, and I just I just fell in love. It was like, what the hell is this? I mean, the, <laughs> this is the best thing ever, <laughs> and I've really never let go of that.
1: You said I you were you were seven years, you were seven years old. Is that what you just said? It, yeah, yeah. Ah, so this really did leave an impact on your yeah. Oh okay. uh,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, you know,
1: my books are like, you know, enough with the,
2: enough with the freaks. <laughs> <laughs> you can honestly say this <laughs> And well, and, and then just so, and then as I grew older, it was like it's so perfect. These are the people that these are the outsiders. These are the people that, you know, had to make their way. This is this is how they would make a living and how they were appreciated within their community of circus circus folk. It's like no actors mm-hmm. you know, years ago it would be you know, no Jews, no actors, no circus people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're still on it's still I it would still be on the list. And I think I really connected to that. Like, that's not right. These people are just amazing. And and even with what we now do, that's why I refer to this as very much a carny business, because this this is how many dealers acquire their merchandise. As I was saying, we don't make this stuff. Although yeah. so many of the people who shop us somehow think that we do, <laughs> yeah. um, which is very annoying. Um, that it's the it's the same type of people, and I, I think I, I think I again I go I just go back to being attracted to. To those kind of people, and knowing what that—that's what we have in common. That's—that's the bond. Mm -hmm. There is that gypsy quality too, (laughs) completely. Oh yeah.
1: Especially the you know the ones that do the shows constantly all over the country. Yeah. You know.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Although there's less cars. There's less and less of them though. It's you can see them used to drag the big trailers and all this. Yeah. Um, but thing is, it's a it's a it's a dying uh, industry. Um just like again, selling. I'm always looking for younger people who want to do this and who really seem committed to doing it. Um, when I started out, there were I had people of my age who were doing this. Um, uh, that's just not happening anymore because those dealers working it on the road. That's tough. Yes. I mean, you mm-hmm. you are. You believe trust me. You are in the carnival. It is the next. Now we have to drive 400 miles <laughs> in two days to get to the next show. Mm-hmm. The price of gas is killing <laughs> you know, a lot of people. <laughs> from oh, out. and That's in India, the they they don't eat well and they don't take right. care of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's all about getting the stuff. You know, oh, we got to get there and and then trading with one another and they all collect all kinds of stuff themselves get, for their own. You know.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> it, there but, there are a lot of dealers that their only base of buying is between dealers they meet at the next show yeah, 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 <laughs> and, and they right. do like a swap around with their items and and that's, you become, true. Yeah. Well, that's,
0: that's right. how that's how you know that we all knew that the business was in deep trouble a couple of years ago was when the dealers weren't buying anything mm. when the dealers stopped buying from each other right
2: that's, that's right. like the last thing that goes away when, when and, the dealers and the decorators stopped buying, right uh mm. it was like running into a brick wall
1: sure yeah,
2: But it's come back. It's come back. I think
1: come so. Come yeah. I
2: oh, think... yeah. No, it absolutely has. And and now, like, Chicago's back to, we've got three three different film productions that we're propping um, in this last week,
1: huh. uh, a
2: movie and two uh, shows for cable. Um, and that's something that, you know, unfortunately, after 9-11, or pulled back all around to Canada, <laughs> it took a number mm-hmm. of years for that business to come back. And that's a huge part of, of, I know, I'm sure, I'm sure with Sally's Market, because we deal with the same crop people, they're running around looking for stuff for mm-hmm. film, and, and they, they have to have it. Yeah. I mean, right. you, 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 you cannot imagine the, the passion these people have because their job is on the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, And they a have a budget
0: ago. and they've got cash. Yeah. Well, I,
2: had a, I had a guy come in a month ago and he's, they're doing this uh, thing, uh, Playboy Club, which is going to be coming out soon. And he needed, um, he had a dozen bunnies. He's got a dozen bunnies, and each bunny had to have her own compact, her own lipstick, her own comb, right?
0: mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all
2: vintage. All, all yep. vintage. Yep. And they had to be cool. Everyone had to couldn't be in because you never know what the camera's going to spot on. You know, That's right. Holding it, whatever. Everyone had to be, and even down to, okay, this is the personality of this person. Would she have that kind of contact? Very specific. These prop people are so smart Oh, they yes. get that job. Mm-hmm. So they, um, but hey, this is what keeps it going because those same people will be at Sally's Market. This is, this is a and TV they show. They're gonna,
0: need, they're gonna need more
2: and more stuff. Oh, they're great. They're, the, those people work harder than anybody. I, I, um, kids are always saying, gee, how can I get a job like that? It's like, do you really realize how hard it is to work a job like that? Many people wouldn't, simply wouldn't work
1: that hard. Yeah, let me just um, ask you this. When, when a movie's over, uh I should know this, but when a movie's over, what do they do with the uh props that they buy like that
2: Oh well, some of them some of them rent uh oh, i see uh-huh. it, yeah it, it it's often kind of a mix of the two so mm-hmm. they rent they're renting it by the week, and lately they've been they're getting pretty efficient about knowing what scene they're going to shoot this week, so they know they need these things, yeah, so they have to be in place um I always say it's something rather uh um, it' expensive, they should just buy it. Yeah. Because it's going to be cheaper for them, and I'm always trying to look at recognizing they have a budget. Um, a lot of times, the stuff doesn't make, after, the, after it's over, it doesn't make it past the set. Because mm-hmm. the act, the actors, the actresses, the people on the set, I've heard more stories of, you know that chair? Well, it's not coming <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> right, How much was that chair? They, they want to yes. for it. In their yeah, company. and because sometimes they're not, these people aren't experienced. It may have been you know, a dozen movie sets, but not necessarily one that requires vintage. Yeah. And so then they see, wow, this stuff is cool. You know, they mm-hmm. get that reaction. And it's like right there in front of them. So it's like, how can I get this? So oftentimes it's the, oh, guess what isn't coming back? And they want to buy it. And what's the best price? I got, I got it. A... Really, it really depends. Other, to answer your question though, and I do want to give a shout out to him because he was so wonderful. When John Hughes would do films here in Chicago, he would buy everything. He didn't rent anything. He bought everything. And he was a huge supporter of Chicago antique business. And um, then at the end of a film, he would, uh, they would auction it all off and it would all go to, generally it would be a different charity that he assigned. He wow. Won. And sometimes the stuff would go for multiple times what he had paid for it.
1: Sure, because it was I mean, in a movie. Yeah.
2: It was in a movie, yeah. It was in a movie, and um, uh, it's a good cause. I mean, he was really, that's, how, that's really how it should be. Now, you know, but,
1: okay, we're running, we're running out of time. I can't believe how fast it went. But uh, one thing I do want to tell you, I want to ask both of you, because I, I do this, and I don't know if it's a type of hypervigilance or what. But the continuity of a, an old film—do you watch in old movies and say, "Oh, that you know that wasn't even made then?" And I do that. It's a terrible thing.
0: That's interesting. I never ever think about that. I just look for the stuff <laughs> and whether it looks. Do
2: you mean contemporary?
1: No, no. I'm watching a movie. It's supposed to be uh, Abraham Lincoln in 1862, and I see a chair in the background where it, I know it was made in, you know, around 1900, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> Am I the only one that does that? You, you know that
0: stuff, though. I mean, yeah. that's, your, that's your field. I mean, uh, you're going to be looking for what's
2: real and what isn't. Yeah. 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 Have, have, have you considered getting help? <laughs> You I know, have it. Like me, cause I'm a party Doesn't person,
0: work. If I if I go to anybody's party, I always want to just go and adjust the lighting. I mean I literally have a really hard time with that. Uh,
1: yeah, I know. Well, hey, this has been great. Uh really, we are out of time and it's too bad because I feel like we just got started here. And uh I
0: think we have to get you to Chicago, Martin.
1: Well, I would love I would love to come out there and I'd love to see the Randolph Street Market. And uh, visit with you. Love to meet you in person. And let's uh, let's give uh, out some plugs here. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Randolph Street Market Festival begins um, Memorial Day weekend. Come and see us. Randolphstreetmarket.com. hmm And so, how many shows are you going to have this year? Well, actually, we start April is our Modern Vintage Chicago, our our spring fashion and jewelry explosion, um, which you can find on our website as well. But well, we do nine shows a year.
2: See, nine
1: wow. shows
0: this
2: woman does nine shows
0: that's
1: a lot year. Is yeah
2: that incredible i mean that... she produces nine shows a year I, I have a hard time getting out of bed nine days <laughs> in a row <laughs> um i'm one of the owners of broadway antique market um so you can you can google that broadway antique market chicago open every stinking day uh <laughs> 20, square feet 75 wow. um, that's a big our, space our, our 20th year and uh it's, it's Chicago's vintage department
1: store. You know, one thing I have to say about, I, I spent some time in Chicago. My cousin lived there, and I used to um, be friends with the antique dealer years ago. Lost touch with him. I can't even remember his name at this point. But the one thing I noticed about Chicago and I loved about Chicago is the people were friendly, and there was like a village atmosphere, like everybody knew each other. And I really, uh, I think it's one of the... Uh, friendliest places in the country I've been.
2: It's a, it's a small town. It really is.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: The neighborhoods are so tightly uh, controlled. I
2: should say everybody comes from a neighborhood. And you can quickly find somebody that somebody knows. It's kind of wild. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we not only know where the bodies are buried, but how <laughs> often they smoke. All right.
1: <laughs> All right. We're getting back to the coffin thing. But anyway, uh, thank you both so much. And uh, check out the website, when DannyMetSally.com It's a lot of fun, and you both are a lot of fun. It's been a real pleasure. And uh, this is Martin Willis with Danny Alias and Sally Schwartz, and we're all signing off.
0: While you are on our website, antiqueauctionforum.com, please stop by the forum message board, click on the community tab at the top of the menu bar, and you can join in on a topic, post your own website links, and do a lot more. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's show.